You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, world. This is Father Craig Vosick. I am your host coming to you live from the University of Mary, just south of Bismarck, North Dakota. We are entering into our second hour of our live show. My mom and dad are listening in Alabama. I just love that. I mentioned that in the last hour. They're driving their big old RV. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows uh, the movie. um, What is the movie? Christmas Vacation. There's a Christmas Vacation movie with the, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But uh, that's, a, that's a treat in our family. We love that show. We watch it every, every Christmas season. And uh, there's Cousin Eddie who shows up with his RV. And his RV's not really that great. Uh, but mom and dad, when they got an RV, they're like, we got to name it in honor of Cousin Eddie and his RV. Their RV's way better than his. But uh, that, anyway, that's uh, King Edward is cruising through Alabama. Mom and dad are listening. And I'm so, I'm so glad that they're able to hear real presence from afar. We are now here at the University of Mary, but we are cruising over to Dickinson. Father Strifle is with us with Monica and Isabel. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. 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 <laughs> great. It sounds like there's a whole troop. That's great. Yeah, we got some extras here. Great. You're all very, very welcome. Everybody is welcome. Uh, so we're with you this morning. Uh, thanks for being with us. We want to hear what's going on, Father Strifle. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and uh, the pastorate? Uh, how long you've been there in Dickinson? Sure. Uh, so I am uh, a priest of the Diocese of Bismarck, been uh, here in Dickinson at St. Joseph's Parish for almost uh, 13 years already. Mm. And uh, in the midst of that time, uh, we've had some, uh, we had an oil boom <laughs> and uh, people from all over came. And actually, what's interesting is uh, there were lots of people here who uh, were here uh, before uh, even we had the, the boom. Uh, Monica was around the state uh, for quite some time, uh, 14 years, yeah, uh, not always here in Dickinson. But uh, eventually some folks came and said, uh, uh, you know, Father, uh, can, can you pray? That was the first thing. And then after that, uh, <laughs> Father, can, can we have some Mass? And uh, I said, uh, I can't do that. And so we had some other priests, and, uh, and eventually I... Uh, sort of got into the system, and uh, we've had a, a, a Spanish Mass and a Hispanic ministry for some years now, um, and um, and we have a Spanish Mass each Sunday as well, and so it's uh, very exciting. Great. And then Monica and Isabel, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Hi, I'm Isabel Lopez. Yes, I've been in the St. Joseph's Parish for about five years now, volunteering, singing in the choir, helping with whatever is needed. Um, I'm a student at Dickinson State University, and I'm just excited to be volunteering. Great. And Monica? Uh, hi. Yeah, hi. Well, I, like Father said, uh, tell I'm here 14 years already, and I help with the church around maybe eight years already. And I see the necessity for uh, our community, you know, because when I come here, I don't speak any English. And I need God in my in my life. You know, I need mm-hmm. something because it's just, I feel so alone. When I just come here, I don't have too many people who I'm talking mm-hmm. to. So I look at Father Kid and thank God he said yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we started something, and 
and that helped us so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So, Father Strifle, today we want to we want to visit about um, what you're introducing here the the need and uh, for Hispanic care uh, in the parish and in the area. Um, as you mentioned, to to say some prayers or to celebrate mass or to to bring um, to bring the worship of God uh, into the in the into the tongue of those who uh, the language that they're speaking uh, or the, that they're more comfortable in, uh, we could say. So, um, tell us what what is currently going on uh, in the Dickinson area or around there uh, with regard to um, Hispanic care and uh, and any else anything else you'd like to say about that. So uh, one of the exciting things that is happening is that uh, a few years ago, uh, uh, Catholic Extension brought some sisters to different dioceses where there was an, a, a great need for Hispanic ministry. And uh, some sisters from Mexico came into the Bismarck Diocese, and I think they were in some of our other listening uh, dioceses as, as well. Uh, not the same sisters, but, you know, different groups of sisters, and I think there's some even in some of the other dioceses. But... Uh, but after a certain point, that uh, program finished up. Mm. And so the sisters were doing some great work. You know, they were in the paper because they went to Walmart to see if they could find people. And it's funny how many people you meet when you go to Walmart yeah. who speak Spanish. <laughs> sure. And, and, uh, and, and they, they would come up to me and they would say, uh, Father, do you speak Spanish? And I would say, well, uh, a little. And then they would say, do you have Mass? And I would say... Eventually, I was able to say yes, and uh, eventually the sisters were around, and I could say, "Oh, we've got these great sisters," but uh, then they left, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the bishop, sisters left. Bishop was working with them. Yes, the sisters left. That's mm-hmm. right. The sisters left, and the people have stayed. You know, this boom bust cycle has not meant that everybody has moved out of the area. It's mm-hmm. amazing how many people are around who who stayed around. Uh, probably because they like uh, they like nice priests like you and the nice people that you know here are listening to the radio <laughs> and those sorts of things. Sure. But they but in any case they came uh, they they stayed and and the sisters had to go home but they really wanted to stay and Bishop wanted them to stay and they had other other things assigned to them already. But uh, in the midst of time, Bishop was able to talk to their superiors and to and to get them to uh, send some sisters back to us. Mm. And so what's really exciting is that in Williston and in Dickinson, and then they'll serve our, our whole diocese, there will be three sisters who will work with our, our Hispanics throughout the, throughout the area. Um, and one of the sisters is one who, who was here before, Sister Rosa, and she will be uh, the superior. And then there are two new sisters. I just found out their names this morning, Alma Guadalupe and Rosa no, uh, Norma Elena, sister, and we call them sister, but uh, the uh, the the people here call them madre, which means mother. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, someday I'm going to ask why that is. Sure, <laughs> great. So the the sisters had to go at the end of uh, this extension uh, organized uh, relationship, but to be able to have them come back is really, really, really great. Monica and Isabel, maybe say something about. Um, uh, the, maybe some difficulties that that came up because they were gone, or some of the joys it is that uh, that they're able to come back. Um, well, when they left, it was kind of difficult to um, do the same activities that they did with us because they have a lot of education in theology, 
in psychology and we were the leaders here were less like okay now we have to do what they did which was very difficult a lot of people left um some stayed but now we're excited to have them back and hopefully we can get more people into the church more involved and um never to leave god because a lot of times the language barrier is difficult and um that kind of you know loses people and hopefully with them coming back and get more people Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, could you could you tell us all where uh, where the sisters are coming from? What uh, what community they would belong to? Uh, yeah, where are they coming? Are they coming from Texas? Are they coming from Me- are they coming from Mexico? Or where are they, where are the sisters from? So the the majority of our community is uh, folks from Mexico, and mm. so the sisters also come from Mexico. Sure. They are the Hijas de Maria Immaculada de Guadalupe, which means the Daughters of Mary Immaculate of Guadalupe. They're, a, they're, a, they're a, an order of pontifical rites who began in 1878 down there. There are 650 sisters in their congregation, mm, wow. and they have uh, schools, and they have a hospital, and they have a dispensary, and they take care of the poor, and, they, and, and their charism, their mission is the charism that, that Jesus gave to the apostles, right? So that what they take kind of as their idea is go... Yes, yeah, so we uh, are just visiting with Father Keith Streifel, Monica Soto, and Isabel Lopez out in Dickinson, uh, and we're visiting with them about uh, this religious institute, the Daughters of Mary Immaculate of Guadalupe, uh, in the late 18 or mid to late 1800s, they were founded, um, and their charism is to uh, to take seriously the the words of our Lord Jesus to go out and to make to make disciples to care for them. So we've been visiting with them, talking about uh, talking about the mission that they have provided, the mission that they will provide when they are able to come back. Um, Lori, what uh, you've you've had some experience. Um, uh, with these sisters, um, yeah, they, yes. they move around to different parts of the diocese, huh? <clears throat> they do. Yeah. Um, so I'm Lori Leffer, um, kind of co-host with Father, yeah. and uh, we had uh, the sisters come to Stanley, North Dakota. Uh, one of them that I was associated with was Sister Brenda, and uh, she's a petite, just beautiful, sparkling image of what God is. Mm. <laughs> and they do. They, they speak English and Spanish. So we were able to have um, some of the Spanish, um, uh, his, Hispanic Spanish uh, traditions at our church. Great. And we were so excited to blend the um, North American or Roman Catholic Catholicism that we know along with theirs. Sure. And maybe uh, Monica and Isabel can uh, give us a couple examples of uh, what they've done in Dickinson. Are, are you there, Isabel and Monica? Yes. Um, what, so kind of, what kind of things have you guys done in Dickinson? Well, they they helped us start the Our Lady of Guadalupe um, celebration with with a lot of dancing that we do, food, and um, other traditions like the, um, what do you call it, live, live um, stations of the cross. So we actually acted out. That's what we do in Mexico. So we did it here. Um, I guess. I finished, well, this is Monica. I think it's very important that you don't get loose. Where did you come from? 
<clears throat> you know, you come to a different country and you need to to uh, involve me here too. But you need to remember who you are. And for our kids, like if they grown up without that, they get lost because they don't feel if they are from here or from there, you know. Uh, that is the biggest problem for the Hispanic community sometimes. And they help us to remember who I, who we are, you know, who uh, what are traditions and all that important things, too? And Monica, do you, what is the name in Spanish of, um, don't you have a celebration for Lent? Or um, during, right before, or right before Lent starts, like we would call it Mardi Gras. What, what, do, you, what do you say in Spanish or what, what do you have in your Hispanic tradition? Yeah, we, we name it like Carmes. But it's more like a carnival, kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, and we also planning to do one soon uh, for help to stay, you know, with his dancers and everything. So we are planning to do one in May 8th. Okay. All right. Well, we're coming up to a break here, so stay with us, everybody. We'll continue our conversation. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host, Real Presence Live. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Father Vasek, your host at Real Presence Live. We are out in Dickinson right now, west of Bismarck. So we're talking west North Dakota, talking with Father Keith Streifel, Monica Soto, and Isabel Lopez about a community of religious sisters who have been uh, present in the western part of North Dakota, had to leave for a time, but now are making their way back. Uh, and this is a great delight. Uh, Father Streifel, um, when do you expect the sisters? Is there a timeline on when they might be coming? Well, we've been expecting them for quite some time, okay. you know, but things have changed uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the way that people can cross borders and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So right now they have an appointment with the consulate in Guadalajara in May, which mm-hmm. is uh, sooner than uh, some of our other sisters have been able to get them uh, in, uh, in, the, in the diocese. So, so that's uh, exciting that it's relatively soon. But we were thinking they were going to come after Thanksgiving already. Uh, so now it looks like they probably won't get here until, you know, after that meeting. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've uh, you've been waiting and you continue to wait. And the and the joyful day is hopefully on the way. That's uh, right. Okay. With, with bated breath. Yes. Tell us a little bit, uh, whoever would like to, um, about uh, do they do they live in the community? Do they, do they live right in Dickinson, or they or do they have a cu- couple different houses that they can travel around uh, to visit with people in different towns? Or how does that look when they're once they get here? Okay, Monica wants to answer this one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, um, then the other time when they come here, they live in in Williston, and I close. Uh, I work with so close with them all the time. And I saw they they have really really hard time traveling. They also I think crash the cars. Sometimes they need to travel like a three to four hours. And this time I say, Father Kid, Father, do you think it's possible if we can find a place in Hidden Dickinson? Because I think Dickinson is more central, and um, everything is like an hour and a half, maybe maybe a two hours. But in Dickinson it's more hard in Williston. It's more hard to travel, you know, to Bismarck, to another different community. So mm-hmm. I hope, I don't know, I hope I, they can find something in here because it's better for them, you know, to more central. Sure. But they do have a house in Williston. And uh, so, uh, you know, I would hope that they would be able to stay uh, kind of close to where they are uh, on, on a given day of the week. What's amazing is those sisters, they... They were traveling a lot. They were moving from place to place a lot. And, uh, and, and they always brought with them joy. You know, that's one of the things I love about having a community of sisters. They, uh, they were so joyful. They, I never saw them walk into the building and say, oh, we just drove a long ways, crashed the car. <laughs> they, they would come in and smiling and ready to do what they were doing, and they were well prepared. And it was so beautiful to have them with us because they, they they did what consecrated women do. They they live the life of Christ in such a way that we hopefully get to see heaven and uh, and we see it not only that it not only is something that happens in to people who speak English <laughs> but that it happens in in every culture all over the world and and each one has their own uh, dignity and strength and it's so so beautiful. Mhm. Mhm. And, and very colorful. Your your um, 
your Hispanic Spanish background and your celebrations are so colorful. And uh, this this has meaning, does it not, Isabel and Monica? To to what you do, food feeding feeding each other, not just in physical food, but um, bringing in food in the depth of Jesus feeding us in the Eucharist. Yes, every tradition that we do has a meaning, and I think the most important thing is bringing um, families, bringing community together, because we always are very social. So uh, we always think, you know, through food we can bring people in and just, you know, talk to each other, be social, and help each other out. That's kind of all of our traditions that we do is just to be one family and um, communicate with each other, help each other whenever is needed. But every one of our traditions have has that central um, meaning to it. What, what is one of your favorite things to do with the sisters? Um, I think one of my favorite things to do is um, when they come and they do like um, games for the youth or for families um, because we get to we get to play games with our parents. We get to um, talk to them, and they just have like a special way of getting into our hearts with like their games they have a symbol in them and um i guess we just see them as friends another another part of us and they're part of the family and it brings us closer to each other in our families and in the community um just with the games and with the talking and with the eating with the sharing of ideas is my favorite thing to do with them and Monica and Isabel, um, I don't remember. Did you say you are both from Mexico also yourselves originally? I'm born in Mexico, yeah. Uh, Isabel born in California. Okay. Yeah, so, Monica's my mom. <laughs> yeah. So does, um, does this bring some peace of home to you? And, and, and a peace when the sisters come? It's, it's like family coming from home to visit you in the United States? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't think it's nice for me, for everyone. That's what mm-hmm. we say, madre, you know? <laughs> yeah, madre, okay. Madre, that's, that's why uh, I think it's just a huge, important thing for the community. Because we feel like uh, our madre is coming. If you don't have, like, my mom has a wake up years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I say, well, now I have three madres. And I still have a lot of contact with them. I call them and... And I'm pretty sure other people from the community call them, too, when they have what they needed, you know. Because, you know, Father Steve does wonderful job, too, but he has more troubles with the language and more, more not the language, not the, the culture, you know. It's, uh-huh. it's a huge difference. So sometimes when you are like that, yeah, you need to call your madre. exactly i bet father i mean i don't know father strifle's eating habits but i know mine and i bet he doesn't have any trouble getting in with the food uh that you that uh the mexican cuisine is quite delicious the hispanic uh cuisine is is a lovely treat so i'm sure he doesn't have any trouble with that father strifle you had mentioned that there's maybe a couple more people uh present there that maybe we want to introduce yes uh we have a couple of uh of other ladies from our community uh and uh uh, I'll let them introduce themselves, huh? Mm-hmm. 
Hola, muy buenos días. Mi nombre es Adriana. Buenos días. So they, uh, uh, they didn't seem to want to say much more than that. We, I <laughs> well, thought they were well we can definitely say uh, buenos días <laughs> back. Absolutely. Hola, buenos días. <laughs> No, Father, Father Streifel, is, is that, um, who's your translator? Because you say that you, you do, you can um, communicate pretty well back and forth now. Um, but you went to Italy. Your, your, your Spanish or your um, uh, dialect is a, just a little bit different, right? Yeah, I would say messed up. Yeah. Messed up. Uh, <laughs> Italian and Spanish are very similar. And uh, and I learned Spanish when I was in high school for a couple of years, which is not really enough to learn it very well in North Dakota, right? Right. But, uh, but then I went to Italy, and uh, and I had trouble learning Italian because I had the Spanish. And then uh, and then people started showing up. I thought I'd never used Spanish in North Dakota. You know, we're a long ways from Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> and, we're uh, we're like in Canada at the North Pole. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and so uh, I, I thought I'd never use it again. And then and then uh, these wonderful folks came and showed up. And you know, you ask about my translator. Isabel is a great translator. In fact, almost all the children are great translators. Uh, what's really amazing to me is that when when I have difficulty, uh, they they uh, do a, a great job of helping me to understand. Uh, what I'm missing. So that's very helpful. So, um, Monica and Isabel, wh why don't you say um, uh, a little something in Spanish for us? Um, can you say the, the Hail Mary for us in Spanish? I can maybe say Adriana to do that. She's wonderful to pray. Okay. Dios te salve María, llena eres de gracia, el Señor es contigo, bendita eres entre todas las mujeres y bendito es el fruto de tu vientre Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, prueba Señora por nosotros los pecadores en la hora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. 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 Great. Uh, Father Streifel, we're coming to the end of our time here. I want to thank you and I want to thank uh, everybody, the ladies that have been able to join us and we're excited for the sisters who will be able to come when they are able to come. Was there any uh, final thoughts that you'd all like to share with us before we go? You know, I was asking before we, we came on uh, as we were talking about this, uh, why it's so important to have the sisters here And, uh, and they talked about unity. They talked about, uh, about uh, calling people uh, together. And they've talked about, you've talked about food and spent some time talking about that. So uh, I'm just uh, so excited to have the sisters here because, uh, because we can be scattered like sheep. And our Lord sends the sisters uh, to help us to gather together in, under Jesus. Yes, so good. It's so good to have the gift of uh, consecrated women uh, in in parishes, and uh, in particular uh, where you all are experiencing um, language or cultural needs. Uh, to have that uh, to have that gift is really beautiful. So, thank you all. We're we're so grateful that the sisters are able to come back, and we're so glad that you're able to share that with us today. So, thank you, and God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's something like Dios te bendiga. I think I, this is what I'm saying. God bless you all to the, to the sisters. Dios te bendiga. Great, everybody. This is Real Presence Live. We'll take a break. We're going to, on the other side of the break, we'll talk about Magnificat mornings that are back. You want to find out more? Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 